This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance Plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Welcome to an excerpt of the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe Salcihai. Jamie Wise from the Buzz Index, ticker symbol B-U-Z, stopped by the Stacking Benjamin Show for his monthly appearance, talking about all the buzz going on in social, and let's see what's up here at the beginning of August. And in our second headline, we go back and take a look at the buzz around social media landscape, and you know what that means. Jamie Wise from the Buzz Index joins us. Welcome back, man. Hey, it's great to be here, Joe. How are you today? Well, I'm fantastic, especially since I was just reading. There's been a lot of chatter about biotech lately, huh? A lot of chatter about everything lately. I, I don't know if we forgot to tell the investment world that it's summer, and usually these are the dog days of summer, but it's been really busy in online communities over the summer. A lot of conversation and a lot of conversation in the biotech space specifically. And we really noticed it this past month in Buzz where we had a significant increase in the allocation to the biotech sector going up to 21% from 15% the month before. It's, it's such an exciting area. And I know that you guys have had a fairly static amount of biotech. So maybe, maybe that means now's the time. Yeah, you know what? For a year or so now, biotech companies really haven't been doing all that much. We had a dip down before the election, but since then they sort of quickly retraced once Trump got in and they've been, you know, if we look at the IBB as a proxy, the IBB ETF as a proxy for where biotech companies are trading, really from November straight through to June or about the middle of June, they kind of were range bound sitting around, you know, the $300 mark on the index of the ETF. And I think people were trying to really figure out what policy implications might happen for the shares? Would Congress take an aggressive stance against the pricing practices? It, it was just really wait and see mode. And I think as time's gone by, these companies are still delivering. There's still value. There's still exciting things happening in the space. And 
we finally saw that breakout to the upside in the trading range of biotech shares. And, and it really was confirmed on sentiment. People are getting excited about biotech companies once again. Well, when you say going back to the fact that there's a lot of chatter, Jamie, are people mostly, is that positive chatter mostly, or is it positive and negative, mostly negative? Yeah, well, in biotech, we're certainly seeing much more positive, positive chatter right. than we've seen recently. But overall, there has been a significant increase in the past few months in the amount of conversation generally that's happening around stocks online and all sorts of different forums. And the conversation, as you would expect, is a broad range. Some of it's positive, some of it's negative, some of it's somewhere in between. But what's exciting for us is that there is more conversation happening online. People continue to go to online platforms, to listen to shows like yours, to engage with their fellow investors and talk about investments and what makes sense for them and their portfolios. And of course, for us, selfishly, more data is better because we get better insights into more companies, which gives us the opportunity to find hidden gems within all that data. Well, the data for you guys has been great lately, I know. Uh, the S&P was up 1.9%. Nice month for the S&P 500, but you guys were at 3.1%. So all this data means good stuff for the for the buzz index. Netflix is a company that yesterday I was reading this report about more. You know, it, it was funny. It was a weird article, Jamie. It was kind of negative saying that Netflix with some of these new shows, Stranger Things season two coming out soon. I'm excited about that. But they're going to be bleeding cash over the short run, which I think would be a real negative on the stock. Yet if you read further into the piece, it said that, well, that's just the nature of, of business over the short run. So people shouldn't get too worried. What do you think about Netflix? God, what an interesting stock Netflix is. It's one of those that, you know, maybe a value investors just love to hate this stock, right? And they're always looking for an angle, I find, in the traditional media to tell investors why to be afraid of Netflix. But what we hear is something completely different. And, and basically, investors aren't buying that. People really like this company. They like the growth prospects. Obviously, we saw that in the most recent quarter where global subscriber growth and global subscribers for the first time ever now exceed domestic U.S. subscribers. A very big deal. The stock had a huge move up, I think at least a 10% move up on that news. The sentiment behind Netflix is strong. It, it ebbs and flows. We had it in the buzz index going into earnings benefited from that nice move, rebalanced the index in July, even after people thought that move or some of the experts, so-called experts, questioned the velocity of the move, it stays in the index. And I think it's a classic case of the momentum is strongly behind that name. And that's really what we're identifying at Buzz. Where's that long-term momentum from a sentiment perspective? People like the stock, people like the story, there's bumps along the road. There's naysayers that come up and maybe have a louder microphone than you or I when they're trying to voice their opinion, but the collective really doesn't buy it. They look through it and they continue to own it. Yeah, but betting against Netflix long-term has been horrible for anybody who's done that. I just remember over the course of my career, so many times people bet against Netflix and <laughs> look, at, look at where they are now. I have, right. I have one more question for you. We had a great discussion in The Basement, which is our closed Facebook group for uh, Stacking Benjamins. By the way, if anybody wants to be a part of that, uh, conversation. It's stackingbenjamins.com forward slash basement. And that'll take you to the link to, to join us there. But we were talking about the buzz index, Jamie, and about the amount of turnover that you guys have. 
from month to month, obviously, as the buzz changes. And so there were some people that were worried about capital gains. I even was worried about capital gains. We reached out to you. But with exchange-traded funds, moving stuff in and out of the index doesn't necessarily create a taxable event. Can you explain that? Yes. ETFs are probably the most efficient tax investment vehicle on the planet. And the big reason on why that is, and, and that's much more so than a traditional mutual fund, which has to buy and sell stocks as people subscribe and redeem to the mutual fund, and they create capital gains by doing that, by buying and selling funds. ETFs have this wonderful mechanism that's called in-kind creation and redemption. It means that when someone subscribes or new shares are created with an ETF, they don't have to buy the stocks in the market. And when they sell it, they don't have to sell those stocks in the market. They don't have to generate capital gains. They can flow through the shares to the authorized participants, the big broker dealers and the banks who are creating the shares on behalf of their clients, what's called in-kind. So they actually deliver the underlying holdings of the ETF. And by doing so, they pass through the tax effects and the tax consequences of those holdings. So the ETF, what's left in the ETF is even if the names within the portfolio are turning over, because of the in-kind redemption and creation feature, they're able to really maximize the efficiency of the ETF, minimize the capital gains that would accrue naturally within the fund and deliver something to investors that's really tax efficient. So it's a, it's a unique mechanism. It's not unique to Buzz. It's unique to the yeah. structure of the ETF. And it makes it one of the most tax efficient holdings out in the market, almost regardless of turnover within the ETF. It's really interesting. So it doesn't matter if it's you or it's the S&P 500 or whatever it is, it's going to be much more tax efficient. You would rather own those products in ETF form than in a mutual fund form, for example. Absolutely. Nice. Well, if people want more on the Buzz Index, it trades under ticker symbol BUZ. And you can also find out more at stackingbenjamins.com forward slash BUZZ. Jamie Wise, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Great to be here. Enjoy the next couple of weeks of summer because we know up here in Canada, it fades fast. <laughs> I know. Isn't that sad? By the way, I, I need to do my disclaimer, which is that I own shares in the Buzz Index. And obviously that doesn't mean that you should do your own homework, but I'm enjoying uh, the ride so far, Jamie. Thanks again. Hey, great talking to you. Thanks, Joe. See you next time. For more on the Buzz Index, head to stackingbenjamins.com forward slash B-U-Z-Z. And for more on Stacking Benjamins, you'll find us every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Joe Salcihai. Well, stackers, the show is over, but the party is just beginning here. You know why? Because it's Military Appreciation Month, and we are giving out shout outs to all of our friends who have served in the military. And let's point uh, the finger right here at our good friend, O.G., who spent time in the military. And of course, we know what a giver he is, even when he pretends like he's being uh, Mr. Surly. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members to help them reach their goals. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate, and you'll see all their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. They've got all kinds of resources on their site, like Best Cities After Service to help veterans transition to civilian life and best careers for military spouses to support military families. So much going on. Just head over to NavyFederal.org slash celebrate and take a look at all the Military Appreciation Month offers and their usual offers. Navy Federal, our members are the mission. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.